Doggy, doggy, what now? Welcome to Potus Mouse. The podcast <laughs> about Wattis Mouse. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Michaela. And I am your main host, Chantal. <laughs> so today, we're going to be talking about Dog, Dog Paddle. Paddle. We are well within this album. It's a long, or this is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. Yeah, this is officially the halfway point in the album. Yeah, this we're like Song really in it. Yeah. We are in it. Song number nine. Oh, shit. Even. <laughs> so we're already halfway through, which is incredible. Yeah. I feel like this has been going by so quickly, honestly. I like, I mean, the time that has been spent recording this and editing this, obviously, it takes a lot of time. But I feel like we're just sailing through this album. Yeah, I, I truly feel that, too. It's been such a fun ride. I'm super excited to talk about this song and the rest of the album, too. Me, too. I think at this point in the album, it really has a shift for me. And we're going to start getting into some of my favorite songs on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not one of them, I will say, <laughs> right at the top here. But I'm excited for ones that are coming because some of them are like my most favorite songs in all of Modest Mouse's catalog. And you're going to have to stick around to find out what songs those are. I feel like I have a guess. Ooh, do you want to take a guess right now? I feel like it's probably talking shit about a pretty sunset. I mean... Because <laughs> that's a I banger. I won't confirm or deny <laughs> at this moment in time. You'll have to find out, listeners. But today we're talking about Dog Paddle. Okay, so I want to say Michaela doesn't like this song, which I think is so funny because I was about to say, like, this is so far now. Like, okay, Beachside Property is, like... Beachside Property to me is like my quote unquote favorite song on the album just because I have like an emotional attachment to it. But like as far as just the music goes, this is like up there with probably my I again, my my feelings are going to change as we analyze every song. But like I listen to Dog Paddle and I'm like, this is fucking Modest Mouse right here. Like Mm. I fucking love this song so much. It gives me a lot of the same vibe of like um, Convenient Parking, which is another one of my absolute favorites. That's one of my absolute favorites too, which I'm surprised that I don't connect with this as much. like as soon as you say that, I'm thinking, okay. Oh yeah. No, Dog Paddle to me is like one of my absolute favorite Modest Mouse songs of all time. So I think it's so funny that you don't like the song, but I like that. I like that we have different opinion about this. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to dissect it. Me too. Especially because of the info that I have about it. I think that actually makes me appreciate it a little bit more. Um, So little tidbit, should we get into this song? It uh it's the only song on this album that that is orchestrated this way it's the only song on the album where no one in the band plays their main instrument that they typically play so isaac brock plays drums instead of guitar Mm -hmm. jeremiah green plays bass instead of drums Mm -hmm. and eric judy plays guitar instead of bass which i think that is so fascinating to me and we're probably going to bring this fact up a lot as we talk about the actual song and we take a listen to it But just kind of thinking about, oh, it makes sense that Jeremiah would be able to hop on bass because it's also another percussive instrument. Yeah. Um, Eric Judy's playing guitar instead of bass. That seems like a a pretty intuitive leap. Mm -hmm. Uh, Isaac Brock is playing drums instead of guitar. And I think that he had played drums before. I mean, I'm sure he dabbled. It's obviously not his main main acts, but like he... I just, yeah, I'm going to get into it. We're going to get into it. <laughs> We're going to get into yeah. it. Let's go. Ow. 
So, emphysema. (laughs) (laughs) I know a thing or two about that. (laughs) It's a problem. Yeah, let's let's talk. Let's. I'm gonna give it over to Michaela. Let's talk about this. She has emphysema. Just kidding. I have bullous lung disease, which is sometimes called bullous emphysema, but it's not the same as emphysema. Uh, but it's been, yeah. Anyway, we hear Isaac, I'm assuming. It's gotta be Isaac. It's gotta be Isaac. He's hacking up a lung. Coughing, wheezing. He's been smoke. He's been out there smoking. Yeah. He's, he's been, been drinking. He's on a bender. He's heading south. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's, he's been hanging out at the lounge. He's been ionizing and atomizing. Too oh, much smoke, baby. and now he's coughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and then um, so we get him coughing, but then also taking into consideration what we just found out about who's playing what, I think we're still getting a pretty traditional modest mouse drum beat. Yeah, definitely. The guitar still sounds like Isaac's playing. Yeah, like clearly Eric Judy knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know, clearly fucking Jeremiah Green knows what he's doing on Yeah, bass. that bass line yeah. is really and, good. And too. Isaac sounds great. You know, it's a pretty simple like drum. Like we maybe play it again so we can listen to it one more time. Yeah. <laughs> Now that I'm listening to it it's back, a little though, fucky. it's a little, it's a little rough. Yeah, but it's great. I think that's what really, like, uh, yeah, I'll get into it too. Like, it, it, the drums in this song are bananas. <laughs> like, they're so weird, and it makes complete sense that they're weird as fuck because we have a non-drummer playing the drums. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's it. It's what makes it so raw and very like punky. This is like the first song that really is coming out with this kind of energy that's like a fucked up like almost drunk energy it does have a drunk energy very much so and i think i mean i was listening to this song earlier today i say that a lot on this podcast (laughs) because that's what we do yeah I'll, i'll listen to the song several times before we record an episode just to really get into the mood of the song Mm -hmm. see if my thoughts have changed about it Mm -hmm. since the last time i might have heard it and I think I'm also looking at a lot of these songs in a new light because I first was exposed to them as a teenager and I'm definitely not a teenager anymore. So I think I'm taking this time with this podcast to not only analyze them with my adult brain, but try to connect with the teenager and trying to think of what she thought about these songs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very weird for me because I never liked the song as a teenager, but I don't think I knew the facts behind it either. And I didn't quite understand what it felt like to be on a bender Mm -hmm. or to be even drunk. Mm -hmm. I had been drinking from a young age. I will admit now that I, (laughs) sorry, mom, if you're listening, I had called the police. (laughs) Take me away. (laughs) I mean, you are still chained to my couch. So that's one reason for the police to take me into custody. It's been so long that I forgot I was still chained to your couch. Yeah. Um, it's just a fact of my life. <laughs> you live here now. You I, are I, this I've couch. I've been living here. Yeah. <laughs> but I think with the these sounds and the knowledge that I have now, sitting here in this moment, I have an appreciation for it that I did not previously have. Mm-hmm. But I am hearing these sounds of, yeah, it's it sounds like when you're drunk. And building this narrative that we've been building too, I think it really fits in with that. And I, I appreciate it for that. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to change as far as where I rank it with other songs. And I don't, I don't necessarily draw 
myself to it if mm-hmm. I'm seeking out songs by Modest Mouse to listen to. Yeah, t- that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just, I love this song. I don't know what else to say. Like, it, it just slaps. <laughs> but me. yeah, I think musically, we're only in the intro right now. We're getting these coughs and these. I mean, we're we have C six Steve still mm-hmm. as the producer. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of almost sloshing around on a boat oh, yeah. a little I bit. Mean, I think dog paddle is a great name for it. Obviously, they say the word. You know, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but he says dog paddle like a bunch in the song. So. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it feels like it. It immediately feels very like seesawy. Like you're yeah. you're you have the spins. You're drunk. You're stumbling over yourself. You're hogging up along. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. I was gonna make a joke it's like oh this is Isaac uh playing drums and he's so out of breath he's coughing because he's not used to playing them (laughs) there yeah he's he's like like, wow this takes my full body to play these fucking drums (laughs) yeah I think at this point in the album this song with this narrative that we've built last time we were talking about heading south Mm -hmm. now it's it's continuing, like you were saying, the bender, being in the lounge, traveling. You, It's disorienting, I think, is what the word I was looking for yeah. with the way that this music sounds. It's disorienting, where you have been on the road or you've been in a moving vehicle for so long, you can't quite keep your balance as soon as you're walking mm-hmm. anymore. Um, you might have picked up a, a bug while you're on the road. You could be coughing yeah. from that. You could be coughing from the crazy amount of cigarettes you're smoking Mm -hmm. um i think that this just really brings us back into a character yeah we're meeting a person we're there with this person it feels intimate as he stated before you know coughing down your sleeves Mm -hmm. and we talked Mm -hmm. about how that could be intimate um in in our previous episode but I think you're here with this person coughing and you feel like you're right there with them. They're standing right next to you. It's interesting. I just want to mention, like, so you say, like, we're in this character Mm -hmm. and that kind of put me in this headspace of this this song. And, you know, several of the songs on this album are, like, very theatrical. Like, they insert this coughing to create an atmosphere. But, like, to my knowledge, they haven't played this live. Um... So I don't know if they would cough before the song starts if they were doing it on stage. But like, yeah, I mean, it just feels like, you know, it's it's like in a lot of like rap, you know, where they'll have like a skit. Yeah, it's like a skit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It used to be such a thing around this time Mm -hmm. when when this album came out is like having these kind of like sketches, too. That's actually a really great point to bring up and like how we have these characters and the storyline mm-hmm. is bringing up this concept that was pretty popular at the time. Yep. So should we go into the the lyrics of the song? No. <laughs> okay. I like. I'm. Let's com- just quit the podcast <laughs> I'm now. Comfortable Bye. Here. I'm comfortable here in the intro. Let's just <laughs> let's just listen to the intro again. I'm gonna I'm gonna know I'm like doing the opposite of what you're supposed to do in improv. I will never yes and you, Michaela. You will know. <laughs> I will know. No, stop. <laughs> you know what I thought I just had that is so stupid that I did not mention yet. What? <sighs> He's drowning. Yeah. Oh, I thought you did. I said on a boat and then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't verbally say he's drowning Do you want right to like say it 
No, it's too late. I'm just interjecting into the podcast in this moment and saying, oh, I'm stupid and That's owning funny. up to my mistakes. Uh, yeah, I, I thought we had already mentioned it, so I didn't say anything. I, we mentioned like a boat, but no, we I don't think we mentioned drowning. We oh. mentioned emphysema Am I tripping? No, I thought, you, I thought you said something about like he's choking on water, so I thought it was like already implied that, that like... I don't know. Well, we're saying it now. We're saying it now. Yeah, he's drowning. He's drowning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought we had already mentioned it, so I just like no. didn't even. That's so funny. Anyway, I'm tired we're again. Professionals. Yeah, can can we just restate again? Michaela and I record this podcast on Wednesdays after we've both had an entire day at work. So yeah, Wednesdays tired. Wednesdays are my longest day of work. We probably should change when we record, but no other days work for us because we work full time jobs and we have a million other side projects that we're both doing individually. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast was a mistake. It, no. yeah, we're quitting right now. Okay, bye. <laughs> this is the second time we've quit in and this episode. We'll, we'll release this, but you're only getting half an episode. <laughs> no, um, I love this podcast and I don't want to quit it, but just, you know, a little asterisk there for everybody that we're tired. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't know what we're talking about, but he's drowning. Yeah, he's definitely drowning. Um, yeah, again, sorry that we didn't mention that earlier. I thought we did for some reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, drowning. I'm down on the water. I don't know. I don't water. I don't My dad's old Chevy. It's a lot of gas. My dad's old Chevy. I'm down on the Canada. And we're all down on the Canada. A lot is happening right now. We get into the lyrics and we hear... I'm down on the water, but then Isaac is talking over himself. We get these layered, it's almost like singing in the round. It's a call and repeat, Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm down on the water, I'm down on the water. I don't know, so I don't bother. I don't know, so I don't bother. Looking out the window of my dad's old Chevy. Looking out the window of my dad's old Chevy. Eats a lot of gas because that it's that more heavy. (laughs) Eats a lot of gas because it's that more heavy. (laughs) Uh, And I think that's all we got to. Um, I think we did hear county line, but anyway. I'm down on the county line and... (laughs) We're all down on the county line. (laughs) We're all screaming Carolina. We're all screaming Carolina. And that's the first verse of this song. Yeah. Let's get into what does this all mean? I'm down on the water. So either he's on a boat. He doesn't say he's in the water. Maybe he's not drowning. True. He could still be driving, heading south. We've seen the beachside property. We're heading south in a Chevy now. So now we see the car Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we've been on this long drive we have not known anything about the car Mm -hmm. now we get a very specific description of the car well i like this too because we even mentioned the possibility in dramamine of that this was through the perspective of a kid in the backseat yes and now we have like conclusive evidence that that could be what this is about if we're playing with it and having fun right i was thinking it could be that so like yes it's bringing back to being a child this is a memory or they've somehow inherited this or or they're now driving this car like i'm not saying Mm -hmm. that the dad's necessarily dead and that's why they've inherited it but like yeah either either they're driving and it happens to be their dad's old chevy that they're driving or they're a child and they're mm-hmm. looking out the window. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it could go either way. Um, but I love that we did talk about being a kid yeah. in that episode. Yeah. And now it's all coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eats a lot of gas because it's that more heavy. I mean, an old Chevy, of course, 
it's going to be eating a lot of gas. Yeah. Um, I'm down on the county line and we're all screaming Carolina. So I was thinking for a while that head south was to head south from Washington down to California. Yeah, but maybe. But yeah. it could be East Coast mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. They're in a county and we're all screaming Carolina. Unless Carolina is the name of this person possibly that he's been talking about too yeah yeah it's interesting um i definitely feel like this song has it, there's so much imagery like <laughs> we have the coughing which is like yeah i think of an old chevy and being my dad's old chevy and like my parents aren't smokers like i was raised mormon there's nobody in my family that smokes but like i think of like being in the back seat or like just the passenger seat of an old chevy and your dad's just like smoking a chain yeah. smoking cigarettes and, and you're, you're getting like, the exhaust coughing. yeah it's just like <laughs> lots of smells and then you're down on the water like i mean carolina and water like that's that, that's the coast like yeah. i feel like we're in south carolina or north carolina we're in the carolinas yeah um we're on the east coast yeah and i mean you know we taught like learning about the history like isaac moved around a lot as a mm-hmm. kid um but he wasn't on the east coast he was in like montana and then like washington and washington yeah um but he lived in the east coast for a time i don't know like maybe they took a road trip maybe he was visiting yeah. family maybe this isn't him you know like, yeah who knows who knows but um it is interesting and yeah just like i love the imagery of this line um not the line but the the verse yeah like d- i think for me my favorite line out of this verse is looking out the window of my dad's old chevy mm-hmm. because that is so evocative for anybody who's had that experience mm-hmm. of driving in the car with a parent or specifically your dad, mm-hmm. if you have that experience, you can relate to this. This mm-hmm. reminds me of my own dad. My dad didn't smoke cigarettes, but we he drove a truck for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And I just remember the feeling of that and driving down by the water and the eating a lot of gas because it's that more heavy. Yeah, you're thinking of this big, yeah, yeah, this big old Chevy. Mm -hmm. And it's so specific. It feels so American. Mm -hmm. And with talking about we're all screaming Carolina, are they screaming along to a song? Are they just screaming because they're excited? Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's a lot that's going on in this verse um it evokes a lot of that travel that we've been experiencing throughout the whole entire album too yeah it's funny like i'm looking at the lyrics like i i don't know so i don't bother too it's like i Mm. wonder if like you're maybe you're in a fight with your dad like (laughs) or like your dad's just like going on a big rant and like there's no room for you to say anything so you just don't bother like you just let him talk while you're driving there's that too yeah window spacing out smelling smelling cigarettes and gas yeah looking at the water you're driving by the coast yeah i was also thinking too i don't know so i don't bother brings this feeling of innocence and being young Mm -hmm. so that might also point to that he is a child looking out the window and i think overall yeah, like it just really is setting the scene. Again, they do such a great job, like you were saying, with the theatrical aspect mm-hmm. of it. They know how to set a tone and set a scene for their songs. You feel like you're really there. And then I think this layered singing, too, while disorienting, it makes it sound like there's multiple people in the car experiencing this. Mm-hmm. Especially with the We're All Screaming Carolina, are they all 
they all seem like they're they're singing this with him. Yeah, it's interesting. I almost feel like too a lot of the music that we've dissected so far like puts you the the listener into different locations within like one verse, right? Like he's on the water, but then he's also looking out of his dad's old Chevy. And then I think about like, you know, what if this is a car like backing up into a dock like to maybe there's maybe they're tailing a boat right maybe the the car is getting up to a dock and the car is like backing up and putting the like unhitching the boat from the tow hitch and like they're about to like go on a boat trip i love that yeah yeah and like i just smell gas like as a kid sometimes i'd go to the lake and like my family not my parents but like my grandparents had like you know boats and that's what you do you back up and you unhitch the boat into the into the lake and then it just smells like gas. <laughs> Everything smells like gas and water. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's kind of what I what I like think about when I think of this. I love that. And that takes me to my grandparents also had like a little speedboat that mm-hmm. they would take out on the lakes in Oregon when mm-hmm. I was like a teenager. And exactly that. Yeah. You know, th- my uncle had this big truck back <laughs> up the boat. You, But everybody would be in the boat yeah. ready to go. Exactly. And you would just smell gas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because there's also the gas from the boat. Yeah. <laughs> once just, that gets it's going. lots of gas happening at once. Yeah. So, I mean, the, even this disorienting musical style could be like you're inhaling. rocking back and forth. Yeah. yeah you're getting As high. you're inhaling yeah. <laughs> the gas. Yeah. 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 I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm good to move on. All right. <laughs> need to talk first about we don't like what we just saw but and then i can't swim so i dog paddle um i feel like in that moment they could be on a boat but then it capsizes or it tips over or something so we get again i'm down on the water i'm down on the water we don't like what we just saw but we don't like what we just saw but i can't swim so i dog paddle mm-hmm. and then that repeats like three times and then i eat inside it feels like murder mm. i can't swim so i dog paddle yeah i mean to me just immediately the line that sticks out is this like random i eat inside it feels like murder like that is the most different from all the other lines and i'm like mm-hmm. what the fuck is that supposed to mean and he kind of mumbles it in the song yeah. it's it's a little quieter than the music yeah like i mean my so when i read that line like at first i'm thinking yeah i'm kind of on the same page as you like i'm down on the water we don't like what we just saw but i can't swim so i dog paddle i eat inside it feels like murder right and now i'm getting this picture of like initially i'm like okay so maybe he fell off the boat i don't know he's or he's mm. swimming to the boat and he can't really swim so he's dog paddling and he's inhaling a bunch of water and coughing he's drowning maybe he's not drowning maybe he just sucks at swimming and he's like treading water right um but then i'm like we don't like what we just saw and then i'm like i eat inside it feels like murder and now i'm i'm just my mind's going to a really dark place like Mm. he just watched like his dad beat the shit out of his mom or something yeah on a boat (laughs) yeah and he jumped over to get away from it maybe or he's 
Or he's trying to save his mom. Who knows? Mm. Like, that's, like, I don't know. My mind just immediately went to something like that. Like, there's abuse. It does feel very dark all of a sudden. And that's why I was thinking capsizing or Mm -hmm. falling overboard, um, you know, falling into this water. I could also see it where he's having these memories or these flashbacks. If we're to say, let's say he's an adult driving his what happens to be his dad's car. Mm-hmm. His dad's no longer driving it for whatever reason. Maybe his dad did die, but he's having this flashback to mm-hmm. this abusive situation. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, I'm driving really close to the water. And he crashes in the water. Or, yeah, just kind of at that <laughs> point in the drive where you're, everything is moving around you and you don't quite know where you are anymore and you're circling through these memories and and kind of sends you spiraling a little bit yeah it's funny too that you mentioned that because it reminds me like earlier today when I was listening to the song I was reading the lyrics and listening to the song and I was like oh my gosh what if this is about a car that like went over a bridge Mm. and you're like going in the water in the car and then that would all kind of make sense because there's like never there's never been a boat mentioned it's just been a chevy so maybe like you're literally in a chevy on the water yeah like drowning in a car and you need to get out there's that too and you're screaming carolina because maybe you were on the county line and that's when you went over the bridge and you could i mean we're all screaming carolina that that is a person's name too also possibly so you could be screaming you know carolina save me (laughs) from the water yeah Yeah. um but i i mean i i feel like we're talking more about a location than i don't know maybe not yeah who knows and art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this we don't like what we just saw but and then it doesn't continue it's like you're cut off mid-sentence mm-hmm. and then it just says i can't swim so i dog paddle i mean it does continue i guess if you read it as a whole we don't like what we just saw but i can't swim so i dog paddle mm-hmm. and then yeah i eat inside like the these lines yeah, that... are so fucked up i love the way that he like has these like the the phrases that isaac uses like when they don't make sense i love mm. them <laughs> and to to dissect that line in particular a little bit more i eat inside it feels like murder when something's eating you inside mm-hmm. um maybe he's self-conscious of the fact that he is eating these feelings mm-hmm. you know these feelings are eating away at him these like dark whatever this happens to be you know we don't like what we just saw um so it feels like murder. He feels like either the feelings are murdering himself or maybe he witnessed something that feels like murder. Yeah. It is a very dark place, especially when you put in the word murder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> I eat. And so I eat inside or I eat. I think you're right. I think it's it's like you eating, know, it's too. E- eating inside, like something's eating him inside, mm-hmm. like this guilt or this feeling or this this like gnawing realization that he doesn't want to speak to truth like speak yeah. st- speak truth to power like maybe it is like about this relationship that's eating him inside mm-hmm. maybe it's about i mean i think it's probably like about a lot of different things you know yeah <laughs> all at once yeah because you could even take the i can't swim so i dog paddle not literally mm-hmm. and think about not wanting to dive too deep into your emotions or mm-hmm. your memories yeah and just I'm going to dog paddle. Yeah. Which absolutely. is such a funny way to think of things, but yeah. you're staying at the surface level. And, and, and we instead don't like, of. Yeah. We don't like what we just saw is like he sees red flags, but, mm-hmm. but he can't swim. So he's just going to dog paddle. Yeah. Like he, he can't handle it. So he's just going to keep moving forward and act like it's not happening. Yep. Like maybe he realized that he got cheated on or maybe he like. Yeah. Maybe this doesn't have to do with his family. Yeah. 
you know, and he's just ruminating about, like, life and and his, and, like, everything that led up to this point. Who knows? Yeah. It could be be any emotion at all. Mm -hmm. I think out of most of the songs that we've talked about so far, this one, to me, for some reason, feels more layered Mm -hmm. in a way that I feel like I can't quite grasp it. Yeah, it's very abstract. Yeah. And we've had we've dealt with some really interesting lyrics before, but this one in particular, I feel like there's not a ton that I can really extrapolate from it. I, I feel like it's just, okay, yeah, we're given this. I can't swim, so I dog paddle. It's either literal or figurative. Yeah. <laughs> pause it right here and so we're a minute and 16 seconds into this song this song is only two minutes and two seconds Mm -hmm. um so for this third verse and we haven't listened to the whole thing but we will i wanted to stop it because now we're getting even more disorienting with how he's saying these vocals and how he's saying these lines um, so we have, I'm down on the water again, and mm-hmm. then that's repeated. I don't know, so I don't bother. And then we don't, uh, we don't got no meat to swallow. Yeah, that's what these <laughs> lyrics are saying, and that's, yeah. I could kind of hear that as I'm trying to differentiate each part that he's saying, because they're so overlapping with each other. And, yeah, that kind of goes back to the... I eat inside it feels like murder like are we now talking about like being vegan and being vegetarian <laughs> like what is this what does this mean <laughs> yeah or like we don't got no meat to swallow almost feels like like there's nothing left inside of me mm-hmm. yeah they're hungry like it could be about you know living in in poverty like as a child like yeah and dealing with the stress of just the stress and like let's just say like the the fucking let's be real here the violence of living in poverty yeah just inherently as a child especially as a child who can't eat and who feels the stress that their parents are feeling to like put food on the table but are failing at it um and that could be i mean i eat inside it feels like murder they're so they're having hunger pains to the point where they're thinking my parents are murdering me by not providing food for me or or not even it might not even be about the parents maybe it's just like i feel Society. like i'm dying like yeah. i feel like i'm so hungry yeah i have no meat to swallow and i like the the phrasing of i have no meat to swallow or sorry excuse me we don't got no meat to swallow yeah i like, like the phrasing of that yeah it, it's very much like the <laughs> i know you're trying to put this considerately yeah like okay so the 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 English that's being used here is like very pointedly like uneducated, right? Mm. Like I don't double mean, negative. Yeah, we don't got no meat to swallow. It's like not grammatically correct. It reminds me of like a like you know a poor family living in like Appalachia or mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? Yeah, who has no food? And I it's don't. Th- we take that con like we take that sort of tone or that sort of way of speaking and the way that it's been portrayed for yeah. so long gives this connotation of a certain area or a certain class or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, exactly. And, but that's the thing. Like, that's so, have... that's so smart for him to write it that way because it gives this indication of, like, people just automatically, even though that's pretty terrible that that's the automatic yes. assumption. Yeah, and I don't want to in any way, like, it, like, 
you know, infer that I, you know, believe this about people that live in the South or, 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 you know, Appalachia or anything like that. Yeah. Like, but, we're but it not is saying... the reality is that, you know, it's like a dialect. There's a lot of poverty, um, in those areas, I mean, across the whole country, but like, you know, historically yeah. there's been a lot of poverty in like Appalachia or in like in, Ca- in Carolinas and poverty translates to lack of schooling, which, you know, and then again, we have that dialect, like you said, the regional dialect. Yeah. And then like, I think of like starving kids in Appalachia, you know, yeah, like we don't got no meat with to no shoes, you know, yeah. living in the country, you yeah. know, like living in places where there there aren't resources yeah exactly other than possibly natural resources but even I mean, then it's all sometimes the it can be scarce yeah it's all of the imagery together it's like okay you can't swim that's another thing that like has been associated with class like not that you have to be rich to learn how to swim but like but maybe you haven't been in a place where there's water or it or, could be landlocked yeah exactly that's possible or you know uh um not even that you just don't know how to swim but like dad's old chevy like it's Mm -hmm. an it's an old car first of all yeah old you know an old car is gonna signify some kind of you know financial hardship um it's a chevy yeah (laughs) like i i just think of this beat up old truck in the country and like a like a poor family yeah you know a dysfunctional poor family being down on the county line again and we're all screaming carolina it gives you this thought of we're even talking about Carolina, the Carolinas, North mm-hmm. and South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think that also kind of leads us to think like that part of the country, um, Appalachia, you know, or is kind of in that, in not, no, not really in that area, n- like, <laughs> but um, on the East Coast. Yeah. And I, it's just making me think of a lot of different things. Yeah. You know? It really is. Like now that we're really getting to this part of the song, um, it does seem like a lot of either flashbacks or memories and they're washing over you like waves, um, which is really fitting for being down on the water and mm-hmm. talking about dog paddle. Um, it's almost like you're, yeah, just all of a sudden in this verse, you're getting hit and bombarded with, we don't got no meat to swallow, like as if you're remembering that or you're in that moment of feeling that looking out the window of dad's old chevy i mean even the phrasing eats a lot of gas because it's that more heavy like that sounds like something that a little kid would say yeah or that like you know a person would say that like doesn't have you know all the schooling to (laughs) you know form quote-unquote grammatically correct sentences or something it like it yeah it just it it makes me think about these like stereotypical like uneducated southerners yeah you know and i think something that we haven't brought up yet um to talk about is that Isaac growing up like if we are going to think about okay maybe he is talking about his childhood Mm -hmm. going back to that and what we know about his childhood he lived in this um for lack of a better term like shack Mm -hmm. and it kept flooding Mm -hmm. um and or he lived in this structure and it kept flooding and then his mom ended up moving into a different house with his stepdad Mm -hmm. and then he continued to live there among the water Mm -hmm. so i wonder if you know i can't swim so i dog paddle i mean if you're living in this environment where it's flooding all the time oh my god talking about that too yeah and it could be metaphorically he feels like he's drowning because he's constantly surrounded by this water i just have this image in my head of him on a bed and he's just surrounded by water everywhere 
Um, and I don't know that it was that extreme. I also don't know if that's necessarily true. I yeah. know that he's stated that that's how he grew up was, you know, within this flooded place that kept flooding. And, you know, he lived in this kind of separate structure from the rest of his family for a bit. Um, and I don't know if that was like by choice or what the deal was. Um, I know there's lots of interviews and there's kind of this lore about it out there, but I don't want to dive too much into that because again, I we have no way to verify it. Yeah. Like I don't know exactly what his childhood was like, but based on what I have heard with this flooding in particular, it makes me think about that too, where Mm -hmm. he might be thinking about what that felt like. And we got no meat to swallow. Maybe he did experience that level of poverty while he's, living within this yeah i mean i remember reading too that he like grew up in like some fundamentalist like yeah you know christian cult thing yeah um and like was moving you know between different states um and like i could be in his dad's old chevy yeah you know maybe there was an element of that in there that was like you know lots of poverty was rampant in these communities who knows yeah absolutely i mean i think I've heard his in his early life, he did not really live in, you know, a pretty high... Like, he wasn't middle class. Like I he think he did grow up poor. in poverty. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, he was living in hippie communes in Montana and Oregon. And, you know, those aren't known for being mm-hmm. super wealthy or rich. He was also homeschooled in his early education. So I think that that comes back to the phrasing mm-hmm. of that sentence too. You know, you have also like, that like I get a feeling that Isaac at this point though, like I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but it, he see he gives me the vibe of being like a well-read person who yeah. like is very smart. Like and let me be very clear here, I in no way think that, you know, grammatical correctness or like quote-unquote proper yeah. english is like indicative of intelligence and i don't like, think yeah proper english is like, like that's fucking what does classist that mean? bullshit yeah. but but i'm just saying this for the sake of like the analysis of these lyrics right yeah um and again i want to reiterate and also like stereotypes yes too. exactly i want to reiterate in no uncertain terms do i personally feel like people with southern accents or who are from the south are like not educated like no let me be very clear and if anybody <laughs> speaks that way or writes that way i don't think that that shows a level of education whatsoever yeah or you know maybe not like education but like yeah. intelligence you know like yeah because that's <laughs> cause another education thing and intelligence are not the same thing yeah 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 i'm glad we're on the same page <laughs> yeah, but we have to put like, that out there education and access to education is um like deeply rooted in classism yeah (laughs) and i think with isaac too oh so i actually kind of worded this incorrectly it was his mom's house that flooded three times and she was forced to move into her you know his his stepdad's trailer but then isaac did did ask to stay behind um so yeah if the house kept flooding i mean and i even just he lived in the flooded home yeah even just that makes me feel like he probably hated his mom's like boyfriend probably like he probably was like i I have a feeling that it was or maybe he had turmoil with everybody you know maybe he just didn't want to live with any of them but i get this feeling that like mom's like okay i'm gonna live with my boyfriend and he's like fuck that i'm not moving with you guys and even then (laughs) once they you know completed uh a place for him like he built a shed on the land next to his mom and stepdad's trailer yeah he didn't want to be with them yeah i i identify with that so hard like i literally lived in a tree house outside my parents house when i was growing up in high school because i like couldn't be in the house so 
Yeah. One, yeah. One I understand that too. I have like a deep like affinity with this band and with Isaac Brock. <laughs> I stayed in a relationship for far too long because <laughs> it was an out for me to not have to be around my mom and my stepdad all the time. So Isaac, I feel that. Yeah. Um, I also have a stepdad that I try to avoid at all costs. But I think with these lyrics, I'm getting this concept of a flashback for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I don't, I mean, we could still be in present day where he is thinking about this as he's driving. Um, maybe he is by the water and it's just kind of making him think about being surrounded by all that water. Um, he's thinking about looking out the window of his dad's old Chevy. Maybe he's driving a different car, but it's making him think about that. And when he would ride in the backseat, there's a lot happening, but I also feel like there's not much more to analyze. (laughs) I do like too that like, Oh, I th- I can't I can't remember. Did we even play the rest? We didn't of it? play okay. the rest of the song, so let's go into the rest of the song. Yeah. So at about a minute and thirty seconds, we get Isaac's voice like kind of like fade out, like it it feels like it just like disappears into this echo. Do you want to hear it again? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. Where he says, dog paddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just shoots off into space or something. And he's just, dog paddle. And he lets that kind of go out. And it ends a bit abruptly. But he's still muttering here. He's still mumbling a little bit and saying, dog paddle. And like we hear some breathing. <laughs> um, but I wanted to stop there because I thought that that was such an interesting fade it's out. It's like he just got swept away yeah. by, the, by the water. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And something to note is that's the second voice. The overlapping voice has stopped. Now mm. we're only hearing a singular voice. One of them gets pushed down the river or whatever. One of them gets swept away by the water. Maybe it's his memories. Maybe it's his. It's the younger him. I like that. Yeah. He's just like, he's, it's, there's not two of them anymore. He's yeah. a singular human now. He's back in the present. And then, I mean, these lyrics say we're all screaming Caroline again. But I, I feel like it's still Carolina again. Oh, yeah. He's just, like, combining them into one word. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're down on the county line again. We're all screaming Carolina again, right? What you say and what you want again, you, can, you can't get it because you don't get it. No, I'm down on the water, right? Yeah. So I just feel like, yeah, it's it, – this is another example in his songs so far in this album where we have these – not just things repeating, but it's like almost like not lines repeating, but like events repeating. Like we're we're stuck in a cycle, right? And I like gotta go to work, gotta go to work, gotta get a job. Mm. These things are just happening again and again and again and again. Caroline again, county line again. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I can't think off the top of my head like other songs that we've talked about, but I know for sure uh, we should just cut that out because <laughs> I can't think of it, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you, though. With Like, there's a lot of repetition in these songs. Um, but, yeah, it's not even just, like, lyric repetition. It's, like, it's like supposed to have this feeling of, like, monotony almost. It's, mm-hmm. like, a feeling of, like, you're on a carousel and it's never ending. Yeah. Know? I can't swim, so I dog paddle. Like, and just kind of the reiterating, like, I can't swim. I can't swim. Like, it's almost a – it's not like he's saying it in a panicked way, but – hearing him repeat it over and over you're thinking 
yeah, he can't swim. I get it. Like, it's almost like you're hearing this panicked person mm-hmm. keep repeating themselves. Mm-hmm. I can't swim. Mm-hmm. I can't swim. <laughs> yeah. And then they I, seem in like they're in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They're in danger. Like, yeah, that's it. We get this fade out, but he's coughing again. Mm-hmm. So that's where we get, you know, he's kind of drowning. He, he, I can't swim, so I dog paddle. And then it slowly, it slowly fades out, but he repeats. Yeah. It comes back to the beginning. on the water, yeah. I just, God, this song is so powerful to me. Like, um, I just love the energy of it. I love Isaac's just continued screaming. I just can't. I... I truly like it boggles my mind to think about being able to like just scream for that long. Mm. Like I could not sing this song. I, I mean, it's not even singing. He's like yeah. he's screaming like I couldn't do it. My voice would be gone like before the first verse, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't it's crazy that he's able to do that with his voice. I think it's so cool. Yeah. Um. I just absolutely like that's the thing that I love so much about Modest Mouse is like Isaac's crazy yelling voice like I love it so much I love the energy in his voice and then I it's totally emulated in his drumming like it's so funny because I didn't realize that he was playing the drums on this song and I've always thought the drums on this song were so wild because it's very like it feels very like um like it's like a caveman like bashing on drums yeah like it's like he it just feels very chaotic and it's like oh of course it's because the non-drummer is drumming yeah but like and it and it's perfect because it fits like he can't swim he can't play drums mm-hmm. you know it's like supposed to feel like like clumsy yeah you know yeah there's not a lot of variation in the instrumentation of this song yeah but the clumsiness is is so beautiful like yeah i really 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 love this song um yeah and i just had to say that about the drumming like like everything sounds good on it obviously eric judy and and like jeremiah green sound great on bass and guitar but it's so cool to hear like isaac just like going crazy on the drums like like totally out of whack and and just wild and like of course jeremiah is just able to succinctly play with this chaotic drumming because (laughs) he's just such a talented musician yeah i think (laughs) eric judy's guitar playing here is like really good too. yeah it's great yeah it definitely i mean yeah yeah it's they're just so good together like i would not be able to tell i mean it sounds like isaac's still playing guitar yeah i think that's honestly blows me away more than the drums like yeah. i'm paying more attention to the guitar and i'm super impressed by eric judy's playing of it i mean that shouldn't surprise me he plays bass which like it's also a guitar. yeah i mean they're different but yeah for sure <laughs> they're different for sure. but the like, same he probably has a lot of guitar experience right which is why he plays bass yeah. you know um that's not always the case with bassists but a lot of the time it is mm-hmm. um and really the first four strings on a regular guitar are just the are bass. bass so <laughs> it, like you could easily do both um but uh yeah i think it's just interesting because i definitely like even today when i was listening to this song earlier i didn't realize that i didn't know that which musicians were playing which instruments when i was listening to the song earlier we literally found it out like right before we started recording this episode yeah um so it's just funny because I was listening to the song a bunch of times today before I got to your place to record this. 
And what do you I, mean you changed my couch? <laughs> I was listening to this song a bunch of times on the couch before you walked into the room and told me we we had to record. Um, and I remember, like, even when I, I I clocked the drums, I was like, "Wow, these drums are weird in this song." Mm. And it's like, "Oh, no wonder." <laughs> yeah, it's because Isaac is playing them because yeah. he's not a drummer. Yeah, but they're cool. I like it. I like it. Um, I I will. Admit, are you warming up to the song? I've warmed up to the song. Yeah. I think the more that I found out about it with the instrumentation how everybody's playing their different instruments but not only that like just kind of thinking about it being a reflection on his childhood and on memories and i think there's something about that fade in particular at the end where it restarts there's something really eerie about that to me yeah it's like it's just never gonna end yeah Yeah. and i think I'm really enjoying just kind of the whole vibe of Mm -hmm. the song now. Um, It's truly like such a theatrical song. It really is. And it's dark. Like Mm -hmm. it feels really dark to me. And I think that's why I like it. Mm Because I've been into like some kind of dark like TV shows and movies. I mean, it's just so clear. Like, like, yeah, I'm just like, of course I love this song. Because it's so dark. It's a haunting song. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, It's almost like, yeah, you're getting swept out to sea, but the sirens keep singing mm-hmm. over yeah. and over oh, their, their song yeah. of i'm down on the water like yeah. you just keep hearing that in a I cycle as you're being swept underwater yeah i absolutely love that um so what yeah, would you give I this have, out of five stars i do have a, a better appreciation for it but i'm still gonna give it 2.5 stars mm-hmm. what would you rate it out of five stars <sighs> i think i would give this song like honestly i would give it a four out of five stars. Wow. Yeah. I would give it a really high rating. Yeah. Because I just fucking love it so much. That's cool. Yeah. I think we're at a point where we're nine songs into this album. Mm-hmm. I almost want to just post visually so people can refer I'm to down. like what our rankings are. Yeah. So if people are interested, I know we've been talking about it in each episode, but I think if you are interested to see where we're ranking each of these each week... Um, and maybe how our rankings might change, we're going to start posting that on our Instagram. Yeah. So take a look there, and you can see what we're ranking each of the songs on the album. Um, But yeah, I give it a solid 2.5 stars out of 5. Sweet. And you give it a 4 out of 5. Yeah. But what do the fans think? On the subreddit, uh, the Modest Mouse subreddit, they have been doing a daily song discussion, and four months ago now, <laughs> they talked about this song. They also have rated the rest of the songs on the album. This one wow. comes in the lowest. That's crazy to me. I'm not alone in my thinking. Damn. The only one that comes close to this is Might, but Might has a 6.61 out of 10. Dog Paddle has a 6.5 out of 10. See, that's crazy. Might, to me, is definitely like at the bottom of my list. Yeah, same. <laughs> I, I think I still agree with that, too. That you would put Dog Paddle below Might? No, no, no. I would the, put, sorry, I would put Dog Paddle above yeah. Might. You have to follow us on Instagram. You have to follow us on Instagram. And on, fuck it, we'll post it on our, um, on our Reddit, too. I think it's interesting to read what the fans say, because, like, I agree with them, and then I don't agree with them. Like, this person gives it a 5 out of 10, and they say, I don't hate this song, but it doesn't do anything at all for me. But I don't agree that may be the weakest song from this era of their career. Yeah, I but don't But that's agree what with this that. person, Mouse Gazer, is saying. Hey, and shout out to Mouse Gazer. You've come up a few times in this. Like, yeah. you're clearly really on this subreddit. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Um, some people say, you know, three out of ten, weakest wow. song on the album, which, like, 
That's I so did kind wild. of agree with them, <laughs> but I also like some of some of these people are saying it doesn't really go anywhere musically. They're just wrong. Um, but now I mean, but I was one of you. I was one of you at some point. Listen to our episode and then come back and rate this song. See yeah, if it changes. maybe just listen to it piece by piece. <laughs> <laughs> Associate it with growing up in poverty, which you can relate to. Yeah, with your dumb stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure like most of us can relate to. Like how many of you guys are rich? I highly doubt most of you are rich. Yeah. I love this one person. Hi, Daryl. Just wrote five. I love you. Hi, Daryl. Come on the pod. <laughs> Just five. Come on the Ooh. pod. Say one word. Well, I'm going to give a shout out to this person. Troop 98. Woo! They give it a 9.5 and say, I fucking love this song so much. It's sad that this is probably one of the underrated and disliked songs in the discography. Okay, Troop 98, you're officially my favorite. Come on the pod. We also have <laughs> Defunct Function that says 10 out of 10, rah, rah, dog paddle supremacy. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, never mind. Defunct Function. Troop 98, you're officially uninvited to the pod. Defunct Function, you are invited <laughs> to the pod. Come on. We're going to vibe. We're going to blast dog paddle and have a fucking right old party, okay? <laughs> I think I want to shout out one more, which is Double Shadow. And they say six, I think. So this one I relate to a lot. I, re I relate to what they have to say. They say six, I think, kind of falls into the muddle of the midsection of Long Drive between the standout opening tracks and some of the hidden gems towards the end that I usually kind of forget about it. That's totally how I feel. This is not a song that I seek out. This is one that I just listen to in excitement for the rest of the songs on the album if I'm listening to the whole album as a whole. Um, and I think for the purposes of this podcast, I have a renewed appreciation for it, but I don't think I'm going to leave this podcast going like, oh yeah, I got to go listen to Dog Pile. It's one of my favorite <laughs> songs ever. It's just like, I didn't quite get it. Now I get it. It's funny because yeah, like I absolutely love this song so much, but it is also definitely not a song that I think of ever. Mm. But like when I, when I played it, like in pre preparation for this episode, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I forgot. Dog paddles the shit, right? <laughs> and then it's like, it's just one of those that when it comes on, I'm like, holy shit, I fucking love the song. And then it like, it's so short that it's immediately into Novocaine Stain or whatever the fuck that yeah. is. Yeah, that that's the, the next song? one. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't remember if I got the name right. So like, it, then it's immediately into the next song and then I'm like, okay, that was over. But but yeah, like in pre preparation for this episode, I'm listening to it again and again. I'm like, oh my God, this song fucking slabs. I love it so much. Mm. Like, it's so good. But yeah, it's just short and it feels feels very much like a like a tr transition into the next song yeah you know i give this one a 2.5 out of five stars whatever that happens to mean um but i do think that these are better songs than like most other band songs that they yeah. put out i yeah. do want to put that out there yeah. like this isn't a 2.5 out of all the songs i've ever listened to it's just out of these particular songs yeah. on this album yeah 100%. um and because there's so many terrible songs in the world i don't think dog paddle is a terrible song no i think it's a great amazing song um but if i'm having to rank it amongst other modest mouse songs it just, i feel just you. doesn't you know for there's, sure there's other songs i'm gonna beam about and just obsess over yeah as we go along on this journey but anyway that's all she wrote i have nothing else to say about dog paddle i don't either thank you all for listening 
thank you. Little and cute bugs. Cute little bugs. We will be back with Novocaine Stain next time. Hell yeah. That is the name of the song for real. That is the name okay. of the song. <laughs> for real. I'm, I'm just really bad at names. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, that sounds wrong, but it is right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram. We're at Pottest Mouse. And... and yeah, this episode's been sponsored by Tide Sticks. Get that stain out of your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> bye sponsor us bye <laughs>